in a dark time, in a dark place, the Lord is my light and my salvation. When it seems like everything else is going crazy, when it seems like I'm going crazy, when it seems like this month is a crazy month, oh, yes. the Lord is my light yes. and my salvation. Amen. Whom shall I be afraid of? Whom shall I fear? Let's think about it. Let's, I got to stay there for a minute before I give y'all the scripture. Even though I'm in scripture. Don't think I'm not in the Bible. Read your Bibles. You know I'm in there. <laughs> Anybody don't know that I'm not in the Bible right now? I'm in the Bible. Amen. If you open it up and look it up, I'm not telling you where to look. Look it up. That's the problem with too many of us. We get spoon fed and, and expect for folks to keep doing stuff for us. I never seen such baby Christians in our life. Folks been coming to church for the last 30 years <laughs> and still don't know Jesus wept. <laughs> but the Lord is my light, salvation. Whom shall I be? Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? Why do I need to fear what's going on? Why do I need to be afraid when I know who my God is? Why should fear even be entertained as a thought when you know who God is? I heard a lot of messages. I'll get to the financial stuff later. Y'all just count it up. I'll get back there in a little bit. I heard a message. And folks think that social media is just mess. But let me tell you something. If you go looking for mess, you will find it. That's exactly what you're going to find. Yep. When you go looking for mess, when you a messy person, uh -huh. oh, did I turn the corner? Yep. When you're messy, you find mess. Yep. You're attracted to mess when you're messy. You like mess. I sure don't. You like to be around mess. You like to smell like mess. So yeah, social media can be a mess. But when you stand up here, you're looking for the right thing. When you're not trying to be messy, when you're trying to hear about God, when you're trying to do right, when you're trying to live right and live holy, and sometimes it's not even about salvation or Christianity. You just want to do better. When you want to do better, when you want to be better, you'll find better. I was on TikTok and I heard this young lady and many of us as Christians will look at her in judgment. Why, Pastor? Why do you say that? Because she looked like she was probably of the LGBT community. She looked like she was of the lesbian, you know, GT, all the rest of them things. She, that's what her appearance looked like. She was full of tattoos and earrings and nose rings and everything else. And typically those of us that we sit up here trying to act like we're so saved and that saved folks are supposed to look like one thing and not the other. Many of us would have scrolled right by her. But I sat down and listened to what she said, Brother Jerome. They only give you one minute, but she said something that really stuck my heart. She said, you know, there's many antichrists out here right now. Mm -hmm. 
And she said, what an antichrist is something that is the exact antithesis of Christ. Oh, okay, okay. It's the opposite. It's the opposite of what God believes. It's the opposite of the way Jesus lived. It's the opposite of everything. And she got mad, folks, mad, because she started talking about 45. She said, Jesus was humble. He showed humility. He showed love. He helped the poor. He went out to do for those that couldn't do for themselves. But no, no, no. 45 doesn't. Instead of helping those that need help, he helped those that don't. He shows racist tendencies. He doesn't show love. Jesus is a God of love. And she also said something that really hit me. Uh, many of us that's grown up in the church and heard about 666 and how it goes on your forehead and how things are going to happen in Revelation. And see, she said, that I caught this. I don't know if y'all going to catch this. We so worried about 666666666. But how many folks is walking around here with make America great on their forehead every day? Catch the vision. Caught up in man and not God. Well, let man do and say whatever he want to do. But Jesus never did that. So, see, I'm not calling him the devil. I'm just saying you know by the, the fruits that you bear. See, if you have love, you're going to give love. I'm going to know you by the love that you're showing. Amen. Amen. But if you're showing hate, yep. Yep. I'm going to know you by the hate that you're showing. Change is gonna come. 
Come on, Bishop. You know your old school music. Sam Cooke. There you go. A change is going to come. When you're following Christ, a change is going to come. Those things that would have set you off. Whew, forget about a month ago, but a week ago. Sometimes you just stop and say, no, I'm not going to do this. Go home and take it. No, I'm not going to cuss you out today. I'm going to let Jesus do this thing. See, when Jesus was on the inside, I'll tell y'all, he got a sense of humor because he know how to just mess you completely up. How many times you ever just wanted to go completely off? I mean, like, completely off. Some of us, it was an hour ago. And the minute you went to open your mouth, you just said, you know what, forget about it. <laughs> that was Jesus in you. <laughs> See, them songs ain't just songs. The Jesus in me makes the Jesus in you so easy to love. Because it ain't easy to love us. We can sit up here and pretend like we've been in church and it's so easy to be saved and so easy to love folks. Y'all need to stop lying to folks. That's why folks don't want to come to Christ. It's still hard. The only difference is, is that Jesus helps you to get through it. Yep. I know I messed somebody up right there. I want y'all to go with me to the book of Isaiah. And I probably got maybe five, ten more minutes left. I don't know. My son back there say all the time that I'm long-winded. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how long-winded it's going to be today because I only got maybe one or two. Preacher, Pastor. Scriptures. Only got one or two. I'm going to watch him go watch that clock. And I'm still going to let Jesus do Jesus because that's what he does. Hello, somebody. Amen. Amen. You want to know why? The Lord is my life salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? I will trust in you. I ain't afraid of y'all. And that's what I would go with is fear not. Fear not. I'm not talking about when we think we big enough and bad enough to do because guess what? You ain't big enough and bad enough to do nothing because God's still in control. Amen. Amen. There's a reason that I'm telling you to fear not. I told you that if Jesus is living on the inside, there's got to be a change inside of you. And we talked about in this morning Sunday school how, you know, you will be 
affirmative. It's not what I think. Amen. It's not, it might happen. He said, I will help you. Yes. Us need to hear that from Jesus right now. Because uh -huh. we forgot everything that he's already done and brought us through. Yep. Why is it that when we start going through some hard times, we get amnesia? We get all messed up, yep. all scared. He didn't did all this stuff for us before. Matter of fact, he probably did it for you five minutes ago and you forgot what happened five minutes ago. Yep. True. But he says, fear thou not, for I'm with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help thee. Yes. Yea, yes. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Amen. When God chooses to uphold you, yep. there's no devil in hell that can knock you down. When God says, I've got you, there's no devil in hell that can send you to hell. There's no devil in hell that can take anything away from you. There's no devil in hell that can destroy you. There's no devil in hell that can break you. There's no devil in hell that can afflict you. When God says, I got you, he's got you. think about it. 
And I remember this particular time we were going on a trip. And I think we were going to North Carolina. And we were on the bus and he said something on the lines on. The Bible say that the Lord neither sleeps nor slumbers. So if he ain't sleeping and he ain't slumbering, why am I worrying myself and stay awake all night? He already up. And I remember laughing about it because it sounded funny at the time. But I had to think about it. If he's always there and he's always doing, why am I worried? I told y'all years ago when, when I preached that message, when you worry, you telling God that he can't do. That's what worry means. Worry means God you can't do. And I brought that in to say, if he said he was going to do all this, if he said I'm with you, I'm going to strengthen you, I'm going to help you, I'm going to uphold you, that those that come against you are going to perish, then why are you having a pity party and so down and why are you afraid? Amen. Amen. Fear. Not. I'm not fearful of the DNC, the RNC, the IRS. I'm not fearful of anything because I have a God that told me He has me. My God told me this morning in the scripture, I got you. And I'm getting ready to end with this last scripture because I just got to get you so it stay in your mind so you can have it during this week. Because some of y'all won't get bothered the minute we walk out this door. Some of you might get a text or a call before we walk out the door that's going to bother you. It says, Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them. The very folk that was bugging you, the very folk that you wanted to, I said, Do you want to fight? Do you want to catch these hands? <laughs> the very folk that you ready to fight. Because God already got you and he already go, he done already took it up. You're going to go looking for them. And the Bible says we won't be able to find them. Even them that want to fight you, you still can't find them. Even them that contend with thee, they that war against thee, shall be as nothing. Think about how good that is. No matter what the situation is, because sometimes you get tired of being sick and tired and you want to fight. Try Jesus, down me. Cause I throw hands. <laughs> so you sit up here and you mad and you ready to go out and take it into your own hands and God said, I already got this, so I don't know what you're trying to do. So I said all that to say, the same way that Brother Ivan said, if God is not neither sleeps and neither slumber, why should he stay awake? If God is already doing this, why do you think you need to fight? Why are you worried? 
Why are you concerned? He said, fear not. Did he not say the scripture? Fear not. Did he not clearly say, I'm with thee. I'll help you. I'll strengthen you. I'll uphold thee. Did he not clearly say those that's coming against you, they're going to get all confused and confounded and ashamed for what they was doing and that even when you go to look for them, you won't be able to find them? Yep. So if he said all this, what's your plan? Why are you worried? Instead of getting mad, instead of throwing hands, instead of wanting to fight, that's the time that you just need to start saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for keeping me. Because all of us, and I'm going to say this seriously right now, all of us is but one decision from prison. And I didn't hear folks say, I didn't been to prison before, I can do it again. We're going to be stupid if you want. I like to pee freely. I don't like nobody looking at me when I'm going to the bathroom. I don't even like when Ari coming in the bathroom. Get out, let me pee by myself. <laughs> And she's so precious. Because she does what we do to her. Oh, Mimi, you pee pee? Great job! <laughs> and she'd be so serious clapping. I felt like I really did something at that point. I said it with a little humor, but the fact is, if God is already doing this for us, there's no need to worry. Winers used to sing a song. Ain't no need to worry what the night is gonna bring. It'll be all over in the morning. In the morning. morning. It'll be all over in the morning. Whatever you're going through, it's going to be over. And since you know it's going to be over, there's no need to fear. There's no need to cry. There's no need to get caught up in nonsense. Because God's got it. And he's got you. So let him do what he does best. Let him love on you. Let him protect you. Let him keep you. Let him strengthen you. And let him help you. I'm done, but I, I, I can't express it enough. So many times we go through so much because we don't listen to what God's word says. You can do it better than God can do it. You can't do it better than Him. Understand that He knew before whatever He went through what was going to happen. So He already had a plan.